It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Not as much going on these days in free agency. Of course, the Redskins have kind of slowed down. Coming up in this episode, you'll hear from one of their newest free agent acquisitions, Ronald Darby. He met with the media late last week via teleconference. Uh, We will have that for you. And on the next episode, uh, we hope to be able to bring you audio of Head coach Ron Rivera, who's scheduled to meet with the media via Zoom conference, I believe, at 2 o'clock. And speaking of Zoom, uh, I assume this will be one of the technologies. And we wanted to bring this up to you uh, here in our little news segment uh, to get the Locked on Redskins podcast started. The Redskins are hosting a three-day virtual draft party. Uh, they have a major sponsor, 7-Eleven. They have released some, some of the plans, but not all. And apparently Dwayne Haskins and Fred Smoot and um, others, you know, are going to be involved here. It doesn't, it doesn't get specific in terms of um, Brian Mitchell. It doesn't get specific in terms of structure, layout, schedule, all that stuff. They say former players more and current players will be added to the mix It sounds more like Saturday will be the player day, quite honestly, uh, based on the schedule that they put out, uh, because they list, like, you know, the draft and draft picks and analysis on Thursday and Friday, which is like the meat of the draft. First three rounds. But remember, right now, they don't have a pick in that second round which is Friday night. And they have the early, right now, number two pick on Thursday night. What's going to be interesting is how they fill all this time on this virtual draft party, which is a cool idea, and I believe they're the first NFL team to do it. Uh, And if they're not, they're like one of the very first, whatever. Uh, They deserve kudos for being aggressive, creative, during this weird wackadoo time that we're dealing. What's going to be interesting is what kind of speculation, I guess, if they take Chase Young at number two, which most people expect them to do. They don't trade down. They don't take Tua Tonga Viola. They don't take Justin Herbert. Uh, Joe Burrow somehow isn't there at number two uh, or somehow doesn't get taken by the Bengals and is there. To go from number two to number 66, that's a lot of time to fill. I mean, listen. Brian Mitchell can talk. Uh, Fred Smoot can talk. I'm sure Chris Cooley will be involved in some way. They say Ron Rivera and Kyle Smith will be involved. Again, it seems like the initial schedule that they put out, the players, more Saturday, rounds four through seven. But generally speaking, what happens, at least under Bruce Allen and Jay Gruden, is that the head coach 
and or any member of the organization did not speak until after the round was completed. So, like, for instance, if they're following true to that, if the Redskins stay at number two and take Chase Young at number two or whoever they take at number two, unless they break protocol, we're not getting to hear from Ron Rivera or anyone until the end of round one. Now, maybe they break protocol because this is such a unique and different adventure. Uh, with all of the technology going into place here in terms of the war rooms being virtual and nobody being allowed in the team facility. So uh, who knows exactly. But I think this is a good idea for the Redskins to experience that connection with their fans. Certainly people should be interested. Certainly people should be excited. There's nothing else going on, let's face it. I mean, that's part of the reason why the NFL draft is taking their center stage, no NBA playoffs, no NHL playoffs, no Major League Baseball season. They don't want to push it off. They don't want to delay it. Sure, it's not in Vegas. Sure, it's not traditional. But they will be, I mean, could you imagine what the comp, what the ratings will be ultimately for whatever this product looks like on NFL Network, ESPN, and online? I, I mean, it's going to be absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Um, you know, so... I think this is a really good idea for the Redskins to, again, connect with their fan base. There's been such a bridge burned over 10 years. If you look at the way they're handling social media, if you look at the way they've been dealing with the COVID-19 crisis, they were the first team to pull their coaches and scouts off the, off the road. They opened up FedEx Field. I believe they were the first stadium to do that, um, to be an extra treatment site in Maryland. Like, they have been at the forefront of a lot of this. It's almost like, and, and if you look at, the, like, their Twitter and their Instagram and whatever, I mean, there's a mix of traditional, like, hey, HTTR, welcome to the team, squad, you know, all this stuff. And then there's, like, you know, actual personality behind the tweets and behind the posts and some of the interactions that I've seen. And I think everybody has seen this. It doesn't mean anything in the grand scale in terms of wins and losses. Ultimately, that's going to be how this team gets judged and how this organization gets judged, period. What I would say is this. They have had such a bad connection to their fan base, such a bad reputation around the world, and certainly around the NFL. Everyone knows it. Everyone sees it. Everyone has sensed it. Everyone has felt it, whether you're directly connected or indirectly connected. So anything they can do to be the pioneers in things. Oh, another thing, Jennifer King, first full-time African-American female coach. Again, it has been an off-season of firsts for the Washington Redskins, period. I think that's something that's really, really important in terms of what they're doing and how they're doing it and how they're connecting and how they're reaching their fan base. So doing this ultimate virtual draft party for three days, not one day, three days, is going to be really interesting to see how that all uh, comes together. So kudos to the Redskins. Uh, the other thing we wanted to get to in this particular first uh, segment is only one Redskin player currently and at any point in the last decade made the NFL and Pro Football Hall of Fame 2010s all-decade team. So basically it's voted on by a group of Hall of Famers and 
uh, all of that, the process is not that important. It's a 55-member team who vote, and it's done with a 48-member selection committee from the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, and, and, and all of that, right? So basically what they have, right, is only players that received a selection to a Pro Bowl, an Associated Press All-Pro team, or Pro Football Writers of America All-Conference team during the seasons from 2010 through 2019 were eligible. So they obviously pare down the list. And then you have all of your unanimous selections uh, and guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Joe Thomas, and that's kind of important to hear. Oh, and Adrian Peterson. Yes, that's the one Redskin that made it. Now, he's only been a Redskin for two years, and they originally did not want him, and they originally, even after that, did not want him, and they didn't want him after that, and they didn't want him after that until somehow, I guess, Doug Williams snuck him in the back door uh, and paraded him around in a costume, uh, and all of a sudden, all those dummies woke up and realized, oh, this guy can actually still play. Hmm. And they signed him. And he was in a game three days later, and I don't want to say he's never looked back, but he's never looked back, you know, at least over the last two years in terms of his productivity and his value to the organization, especially considering how little, quite honestly, he's been paid for somebody of his stature, magnitude, history, uh, and still production, quite honestly. And while this might be his last year, uh, I would just say this, as long as, you know, this year goes about what you would expect... And it's impossible to predict that where he's kind of in a mentoring on-field role and he racks up seven, 800 yards, somewhere in that range maybe, uh, f- four or five touchdowns, and nothing goes sideways. You would make an argument, at least I would, that when it comes to be said and done, Adrian Peterson might be one of the best free agent signings this organization has ever had. Not the best. I mean, I think you would talk you know, about London Fletcher and Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson uh, and guys like that. But one of the top five, six, seven, whatever it might be, as long as nothing goes bad this year on or off the field, I mean, how could you say it wouldn't? No other player, no other player on this entire list. And make no mistake about it, this isn't one player per position. Like there's, you know, four wide receivers. There's two tight ends. There's four tackles. There's four guards. There's two centers, two quarterbacks, four running backs, and a flex position. On defense, there's four defensive ends, four defensive tackles, four line, uh, actually more than four linebackers, six linebackers, three corners, three safeties, and then two kind of roaming defensive back positions that went to guys like Chris Harris, Slot, Tyron Matthew, safety all over the place, and a bunch of special teams players. Nobody, never mind on the Redskins right now, outside of Peterson, nobody even connected to the Redskins over the last decade, nobody that even played here for one year or one game, nobody, nobody. That's it, period which tells you everything you kind of need to know, right? Tells you everything you need to know about the decade of destruction uh, in, in the Bruce Allen era. And I hate to keep pounding on him, but, I mean, that's what it was all about. That's what it was first and foremost. They tried. They weren't very good at it. All right, this is the Locked on Redskins podcast long opening news segment. We'll hear from Ronald Darby, the Redskins' newest corner, next 
right here on LOR. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. As always, you can follow me at WrestleMania621 at Locked Redskins. Please check out the full length Locked on Redskins podcast each and every day which is this, and as well, our Google News Initiative five and one minute reports on the Washington Redskins, Monday through Friday, five and one minute reports, and the five minute reports aren't even five minutes all the time. Sometimes they're three and a half, four, very easy to digest, listen to, pop in, download, all of that, um, wherever you get your uh, podcasts and audio from, uh, you know, whatever your normal sources, Apple, Spotify, Megaphone, whatever. Uh, all available to you as well. You can check me out, redskinsreport.com, redskinsreport.com. That's part of SI. Uh, I run their web, uh, their webskins, their Redskins channel for Sports Illustrated uh, and their web and digital site. Uh, redskinsreport.com is the direct URL. So go check that out. Lots of stories, lots of video, lots of content. We're doing a draft series profile, top 50, how they fit in with the Redskins, all of that for you, plus any breaking news, analysis, all of that, redskinsreport.com. All right, without further ado, let's hear from new Redskins cornerback, Ronald Darby, who's returning home to play for his favorite team growing up. I just want to know, what was the process of returning home to the DMV area? I know that you're from the Oxen Hill area, the Tennessee Potomac, but what was the pursuit of agency to bring you back to D.C., and what was your interest in coming to Washington? Uh, I just felt like it would have been a good fit, and I respect the head coach, and I just see things can change around there, and I just felt like it was a great move. Hey, Ronald, it's John Kahn from ESPN. How have these last, couple of years with the injuries and all that impacted your development as a corner do you where do you feel you're at with all that uh i'm good right now i feel great right now but like you know it is tough you know coming off the acl and then you know going right back into the season so last year was tough for me but like my main thing is i just wanted to like be able to like finish that year without no major injury or nothing like that so I can have a full all-season to train and take care of my body, and that's what I've been doing. Hey, Ronald, this is uh, J.P. Finley from NBC Sports Washington. Having played in Philly the last couple of years, uh, what does it mean to you that now you're in Washington and you'll get the chance to play against Philly? Uh, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity in Washington. And, you know, I'm from the DMV area, so I grew up a Redskins fan. So, just to come back home and play for the team, you know, I grew up loving, you know, lose some huge. And I get to go against my old teammates twice a year. So, that'd be fun. Hey, Ronald. Pete Haley with NBC Sports Washington. When you say you respect Ron Rivera, where does that respect come from and how much do you know about him? Uh, I just know him from Carolina. I believe it was last year, the year before last. He gave me, like, a shout-out saying, like, he respect how I play and things like that before we played Carolina, like, two years ago. And, you know, 
His defense, I know his defense would be good. Corners, you know, corners that played in his defense got paid. So. Hey, Ronald, it's uh, Chris Russell from uh, SI and 106.7 The Fan. Um, you're mostly known, obviously, as a man corner. Have you had any conversations with Jack Del Rio or, or Ron or any of the coaching staff on on what kind of their plans are uh, for you and, and the defense as a whole in terms of coverage? I mean, I, I didn't have that much talk. You know, we've been on lockdown due to the virus and stuff like that. Hey, Ronald, Matt Paris here from the Washington Times. Just, just curious, do you feel like you have anything to prove at this new stop, or how do you kind of view your career so far? Yeah, like every year, I feel like every year, even if I play good last year, you won't, you won't always have something to prove, whether you play good or bad. So this year I go in, I always got something to prove. But, like, of course, I feel like I got a lot more to prove due to the fact that, you know, it's my second one-year deal and things like that. So my main focus is, you know, take care of my body, stay healthy, and go out there and make plays. Do you think the market uh, was like what you expected, or what would kind of? How did you reach uh, coming back to Washington or coming to Washington? I mean, I, I, I pretty much expected it. You know, I mean, you know, I got hurt the past two seasons. Like, well, I got hurt, hurt. You know, last year and this year, I had my lower injury or whatever. But I mean, I expected like. It's something, you know, I, it's something I could control at the end of the day. So it ain't nothing crazy. Hey, Ronald, Sam Fortier from the Washington Post. Uh, I know you haven't been able to talk to Jack DeRio or coaches because of lockdown, but what would you hope for for your role this upcoming season? Uh, just to be an impact in any way I need to be on the defense. Go out there and make plays. No, I was going to say is that I'm spelling with Serena with the athletic. I was going to say that right now you said that you're just trying to get your body right. You said that dealing with these injuries, that's the biggest thing for you. What have you been doing with the whole COVID breakout, like just working out-wise, but also just like spending your time-wise? How have you been managing this pandemic? You're talking about doing this uh, coronavirus? Yeah. How are you training? And then also just being locked in the house, uh, you know, personally, like how are you handling it? Yeah, you know, before they started the lockdown and things like that, you know, before they started shutting cities down, you know, I've been training out AZ, CEP for like the past two months. And I just, you know, been working on my strength, virus core, and then, you know, massage, more deep tissue, things like that, stretching more. Hey, Ronald, it's John Kime again from ESPN. There was a lot of promise with you as a corner a few years ago before a lot of these injuries. Can you still be that? What kind of a corner do you still think you can be? I the corner I know I am. Like I'm a great corner. You know, I had to battle, you know, obstacles and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, whether you hurt or you feel good, you still gotta go out there and perform. Can't always have excuses. But like I know I could be the person that I am. That I've shown. And then Ronald, uh Kyle Stackpole, Redskins dot com. Uh what do you think right. about the overall defense and just the secondary this year in Washington? Uh I think it's a special group and a talented group. And, like, three of us from the DMV area, Fuller and Sean Davis. So just to hear, like, getting back with them. I knew Sean and Fuller since high school. So this would be uh, about playing with them. I see, like, a lot of potential. Uh, what was going on with 
Um, what was it like for your family and friends when they found out that you were going to be coming back home? Uh, they was excited, you know, but they was like, I just got to keep my head on straight because it, it can be a distraction if you let it be. Because, you know, a lot of people going to be reaching out, want to come to games, things like that. They just like, I got to keep my head on right, just focus. But they was all excited, though. They always excited for me. Hey, Ronald, one, one last thing for me. with when As a quarterback, when you look at the Redskins front four, how much can that help you with what they have? And how much can adding a guy like a Chase Young, what can a guy like that do for a corner in coverage? I mean, it could do a lot. You know, the quicker you get the ball out, the quick QB hands, the more aggressive you can play at the DB and things like that. You know, if you trust your up front. To provide their pressure, it allows you to play more aggressive to things and more comfortable. All right, that is Ronald Darby, Redskins' new corner, former Philadelphia Eagle, Buffalo Bill, played his college ball at Florida State, grew up in the area, grew up a Redskins fan, and like Sean Davis and like, uh, you know, Kendall Fuller from the area, returning home and trying to make an impact in the DMV. We'll come back, wrap up shop right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast with a little thought on J.D. McKissick, one of the Redskins' new running backs. That's next on LOR. This Locked on Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us right here on LOR. We close up shop talking about J.D. McKissick. The new Redskins running back, he and Peyton Barber, listen, are they all going to make the roster? I mean, J.D. McKissick's going to make the roster. I don't know about Peyton Barber. Uh, I don't know if Bryce Love is going to. I mean, to me, the fact that they took two running backs or signed two running backs is a little bit odd, even though Chris Thompson is not going to be here, Wendell Smallwood's not going to be here. I mean, competition is competition, but at some point, if everybody's healthy, somebody's going to have to go. And that's the question, if if everybody's healthy. Because you can't count on Darius Geis, you can't necessarily count on Bryce Love, and Adrian Peterson's 35. So maybe not. Maybe everyone can stay somehow. I don't know. Um, I wanted to get you a couple of opinions and thoughts on people that have watched J.D. McKissick closer than I. I mean, I've been impressed by what I've seen on film so far. Uh, But Corbin Smith covers the Seattle Seahawks for the Locked on Seahawks podcast right here on the Locked on Podcast Network as well uh, for the uh, Seahawk Maven site on Sports Illustrated and SI.com. So caught up with him about a week and a half ago. You may remember I've been playing parts of his thoughts and my thoughts on Quentin Dunbar and that trade. 
and he covered and got to know J.D. McKissick a little bit. So here's what Corbin Smith had to say about the new Redskins running back. player like J.D. McKissick, who never has been a feature back, but he's an electric playmaker back there in the backfield. No doubt about it. Everybody kind of remembers some of the skill set that he had in Seattle, and then he took that to Detroit. By the way, you can follow Corbin uh, on Twitter at Corbin Smith NFL at Corbin Smith NFL. Check him out for all sorts of great Seahawks and NFL information. All right, so let's get to it. You mentioned he's not a traditional workhorse. He's not a traditional running back. I don't think anybody's expecting that. When you think ideal third down back, is that what J.D. McKissick is in your eyes? I don't even know if I would say he is the ideal third down back I, because he's a Swiss. He's really a Swiss Army knife. He's a player that can play wide receiver. I remember a few years back they had him lined up outside and Russell Wilson threw a quick hitter to him on a curl and he made a guy miss in space and he's in the end zone. I believe it was actually Michael Kendricks that whiffed on that tackle for the Eagles in that game and eventually became a teammate of his in Seattle. But he's just a guy, he can catch the football out of the backfield as well as anybody. Soft hands. He's not a bad pass protector for being a smaller running back. He is a guy that runs tough between the tackles, even though that's not necessarily a strength of his. He has the ability to make guys miss. And just the, the fact that he's really, he's one of those guys I would say is he's not a master of anything, but he's really good at a lot of different skills out of the backfield. So certainly he's got a number of tools that could help him as a third down option for the Redskins. And I think that his greatest asset at this point is his receiving ability. And I think the Redskins, whoever's under center, whether that's Haskins or if they end up going with another quarterback, there's been rumors circulating out of there. And I leave that to you. But whoever's throwing the football to him, he's a guy that can make guys miss. He can run routes downfield. He is an electric athlete with the football in his hands after the catch. Didn't get a ton of opportunities when he was in Seattle because he had a bunch of other backs in front of him, but he is certainly a guy that can be a playmaker and he can get into the end zone any given time. Why did they move on from for, uh, from him, Corbin? Uh, was it was it more uh, just you know a lot of different bodies back there, or were they upset about something that allowed him to go to Detroit last year? So I believe that it was just it was a numbers game for him. If you look at the Seahawks backfield last year, they had just drafted Travis Homer in the sixth round out of Miami, who I believe, if you want to talk about a, a third down running back, he was the best pass-protecting running back that I saw in the 2019 draft class by a wide margin. And when he finally got a chance to play, unfortunately, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, and C.J. Procise all got hurt at the end of the year last year. And Homer was thrown into action. They pulled Marshawn Lynch off the couch to have him run the football a few times. But Homer showed, again, that he's outstanding in pass pro. So I think that put McKissick at a disadvantage there, that they really liked what Homer had to offer as a, a rookie, a sixth-round draft pick. They had Rashad Penny, their 2018 first-rounder, Chris Carson, coming off a 1,000-plus-yard season. And C.J. Procise was a player that has had a lot of injuries, but he had a really good preseason. So that you know that potential, they decided, we're going to keep him around. Former third-round pick. He had four running backs there. At that point, there just wasn't space on the roster for J.D. McKissick. All right, that's a little bit about what Corbin Smith of um, Locked on Seahawks and as well Seahawk Maven on SI.com had to say about new Redskins running back J.D. McKissick. That's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, hopefully we'll have Ron Rivera sound next time. We should be able to bring that to you. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode as we try and bring you as much as we possibly can, even during the coronavirus pandemic. Stay safe, wash your hands, don't do anything stupid, keep listening, downloading, and share with a friend. Take care of yourself. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 